0: Welcome back to the game gallery. I just saw something in Facebook that reminds me of the sports card bubble that ran up until the 9-11 Twin Towers went down and I lost everything in that recession around 2022. But before then, there were grading companies popping up left and right in sports cards. Um, I feel like we got up to 20 or 30 of them at one time during the peak. And now looking back in, let's say, mid-August 2023, the industry is really consolidated into the sports card industry, maybe trading cards as well, to like a big three, a big four. Similar to the accounting companies, the banking companies, the oil companies, it seems like everything tends to consolidate around a big three, four, or five. So, the reason I need to drop this today, August 13th, 2023, if you're new to the channel, is that I talk about the business of graded games. And one of the biggest, most important parts of that business, of that industry, is certification. Certification can mean a lot of things to different people. To me, it means, number one, authentication. So, that means that when it's in a slab from a grading company, it's 100% authentic and confirmed. So there's no issues with a customer receiving the product and claiming that it's a reseal, that it might be inauthentic, that uh, it could be a repro, a fake, whatever it may be. Number two, it's certification or cataloging or variant identification. That could be called many different things in the hobby right now. I think in the industry, Most of the players over at, let's say, CGC and WADA are talking about database. So what we're talking about is a hobby-wide database certification of what the actual item is. In other words, is it American? Is it international? Is it a first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth? Or is it a 23rd print of a Super Mario Bros. 2 box? Yes, there's 23 smb2 boxes and only one true first print ntse that apparently does not have a date code on the upper right flap zelda has like 10 prints american three prints japanese so when we start globalizing and today's topic is a global grading company we kind of have to think about certification globally because you may think you have a first print but it might be a 12th print you may think you have a first print smb2 but it's actually a doki doki remix uh i don't even know what print that is if you count doki doki do you count first mentions do you count first appearances do you go back to the beginning of the dna and say well donkey kong is really where mario started so you know where does mario bros versus donkey kong versus super mario versus famicom versus famicom disc system versus nes versus you know, the later releases or the European stuff, or maybe there's exclusives overseas. So if you're new to the hobby, that's the best thing about the hobby is that there's a million rabbit holes to dive down. You don't have to dive down the international rabbit hole. You can simply stick with high sealed or you could dive down the CIB rabbit hole. You can dive down the prototypical rabbit hole, the NWC cart only rabbit hole, um, paraphernalia that was found in Retro shops rabbit hole. I grew up without retro shops, so I probably won't dive down that rabbit hole. But there's too many rabbit holes in this hobby. It's not like sports cards where you can just slap a a card into a small little plastic case and throw it out there. You know, there was some fakery going on, especially with the 1986 Flair Michael Jordan in the 80s and the 90s leading up through 9-11. But generally, it wasn't a variant nightmare like it is in video games and I think that's the component people take for granted we take for granted the Wada pop report delivering you know tens of thousands of variants right at our fingertips at any given time you can go to minty now you can go to search and you can go to dot you can go to go collect you can go to all these sites you can click on tools under game you can click on grade to see all the graders I'm going to talk about today on game gallery.net but um What I'm trying to say is WADA changed the certification process by breaking it up into those three. And of course, like I said, number one, authentication. Number two, database certification, variant verification, I guess is what we should call that, packaging verification. And number three is obviously grading, where we assess it as a human being for now, although in cards there is AI-powered grading houses open and vibrant right now. TAG is one of the big players that came in. I think this year they've been in development for probably over a decade. Very high-level team. Really crazy grading skill based on, I do believe, uh, AI, uh, objectivity, not human-based. And um, we may see that someday in video games. But for now, it's a human process. It's a human process. So authentication, you could have a mistake. You could maybe have a resale pop through, which can devastate your grading house. In certification, everyone makes mistakes. Whether you're a grading house, an auction house, a collector, a dealer like me, we all make mistakes in video game packaging. Because we are seeing new packaging all the time, new data, and that changes the database, right? Now, for the grading side, it's a human effort, so... There's a lot of mistakes there. There's a lot of fluctuations. Depends on the grading company. Depends on the, you know, sealed versus CIV versus cart only. We're going to talk about manual only today. But that's the introduction to grading overall theoretically. Generally, the value add is peace of mind, not only for the buyer or collector and or user, but peace of mind for the dealer like myself or the auction house or the consigned a consignment company like Rainier—they just—they're—they're uh, they're doing auctions today on eBay, and they're getting some good numbers on eBay still in this down market. So a company like that, I shot a question to him. I said, "Hey, do you know if there are round um, components inside this Mega Man Dr. Willie that I could pop into my Dr. Wright?" And the answer was, "No, we don't know because this is on consignment, and on the front of the certification label, this consigner did not choose." to pay extra for CIB+, Plus, where it breaks down the components. So that's an example of certification issues, not grading issues, not authentication issues, but what is the packaging and what's inside the packaging? So with that said, let's start off with um a new Spanish grading house. So I'm going to go to gamegallery.net, I'm going to click on grade. I'm going to go out of order today and scroll down to Spanish houses. And there's two listed there. There's Beta, which just released, and then limited graders. I just looked at the Facebook blurb just a bit. It looks like one of the founders of Beta worked at Nintendo of America, which is very interesting. I don't know when, I don't know where, I don't know what capacity. It says, uh, we are, quote unquote, we are collectors with 20 years of experience, Jose Avi. Hip Salon, and I run the company hosted in Spain. We are open to constructive criticism, and it looks like the reason, or one of the reasons, you might want to grade with beta, is restoration, and this is a service that is kind of nascent in our industry. The hobbies there's there's been cleaning and uh, Frankenstein going on in the hobby for decades, but I'm talking about industry-wide restoration is still a very, very, very nascent new thing. And here we have a grading house putting out a video on Instagram at beta grading, B-E-T-A-G-R-A-D-I-N-G, all one word on Instagram. You can click on that. You can see your restoration service. It's basically heavy cleaning I don't know if they're going to offer sticker removal. I don't know if we can do things like replace a rusted staple, which would be incredible. But it looks like if you're in Spain, you have a choice of limited or beta. And if you're looking for heavy cleaning and you don't want to do it yourself, that's something that beta is going to offer. Um, It looks like beta has a population report link on the site. It looks like they have a blog on the site. They have FAQs. It's all in Spanish, so I'm doing a general Google translation, and unfortunately, it does not translate the text. So does anybody out there speak Spanish? I would love to bring you on the podcast, and maybe we could go over Limited versus Beta over there in Spain. The good news is that the hobby continues to grow globally, and that is the main reason I was always a bull and why I pivoted away from sports cards because I saw sports cards go global with Barcelona Olympics 1992 Dream Team. And, um, you know, that that ship has sailed. It's it's kind of too late to get into exporting sports cards to Japan like I did in the 90s. And then the Asian financial crisis uh, blew up the whole business. And once again, I was faced with, you know, moving back in with the folks and starting up again with a a brick laptop on dial up on ebay once again just another economic crash almost wiped me out but um sports cards got really really big in japan around the time nomo was a rookie 90s and they got up to two three hundred card shops they're back down to maybe five now um but the question is how many video game shops And is video games growing? I just had a conversation with a Japanese dealer. He's uh, linked to ESG, which is another grading company I should probably talk about today. And his perspective is, well, all the video games have done a 2X in Japan, and it's stonking. So he's excited. He's uh, sending in anything he can to ESG. And I'll mention ESG is a good place to send in Um, Well, it's the only place that I know of that you can send in Famicom CIB. Do you know of any other certification company besides CIS that I need to contact that does Famicom CIB? So I recently imported a couple Pokemon games, actually the first Pokemon games, Red And uh, Well, red's the first one, and then yellow. Green's the other tough one. Those are the two first ones, red and yellow. I mean, excuse me, red and green. Yellow came later, but um, I do believe they all came out before the NTSC versions. So I jumped on those because they were cheap slabs, and um, I love Japanese because I love early. I'm half Japanese. I'm biased and all that. But the grades aren't too good. They're in the 78 range, 70 range. A lot of the stuff is beat up. I'm not sure if he's unable to get quality material or he's just dealing in cheap stuff to get started, but there is an ESG dealer on eBay. Um, He's not really active on social media. I have his contact information. If you need to submit stuff and you're in Japan, Singapore, Australia, you can submit FAMI to ESG, and that would be probably the best reason to go with ESG. They also do NFTs, and I know nothing about that. So let's go down with the big three. We'll do a quick overview for mid-August here. Um, what do we got here? We got 12 minutes in. We're doing good. Maybe this can be a quick episode. Number one is WADA. That's number one on my list because I'm a dealer. I'm a, a, you know, I'm a businessman and WADA gives me the best market value and the best video game packaging knowledge. And to me, more than anything, more than grading and authentic- authentication, which I can kind of do on my own, certification is a whole different ballgame. It's something that only a handful of people on the world, in the world can do on the globe, whatever you want to call it, running around, that can do it for all the consoles. And I think Josh Byerly is one of those people. Um, Kenneth might be one of those people, but I don't know if he knows Disc and Modern. He's definitely one of those people for Nintendo Cardboard. Uh, Dennis is one of those people for Nintendo. Um... You know, Dan Gomez is definitely one of those people for Xbox 360. Uh, I don't know the other names out there. I don't know who knows all video game packaging. It's just mind-blowing what Josh Byerly has actually touched. And I think that's the problem with video game packaging is that you have to touch it. And we're talking about certification. To actually certify a game, you have to have touched tens of thousands of games, and I think Matt and Jason Broussard over at CGC have done that. They have done that because they've worked at retail. So I would say a retail shop owner that has had a retail store for let's say 10 years and has gone through 100,000 games has the ability to certify. Now grading sealed, that's another ballgame. You don't see a lot of sealed at the retail level. So, you know, doing all three, authentication, certification, and grading is something WADA does, BGA does, and CGC does. VGA, so the number one reason, again, for WADA would be market value and um, certification database. For VGA, I would say the number one reason could be market value, depending on what you have. And let's say trade value or OG value. I'm not really sure what to call that, but street cred is really what I'm talking about. If you want street cred in the hobby, in the graded side of the hobby, in the hobby, in the deep hobby, even the hobby that may not do graded mostly, like let's say a a deep hobby collector has 90% of their 5,000 games raw and loose and they have 10% in VGA cases and they hate everybody else. VGA is the one, is the go-to for street cred. If you want trade value with OGs, if you want to ask OGs, well, what about variant knowledge? And the weakness for VGA certification, we don't know um, what's in the slab sometimes. We don't know exactly what's inside, if it's a qualified, whether it's actually opened once or possibly used. And then sometimes we don't know if there's stuff like fading cuts, um, defects, things that we call qualifiers in sports cards or greater notes in video games and i'm not sure what you call them in comic books and by the way on cgc slabs that would be in the upper right of the back side of the label on wada it's going to be the middle back of the label and i don't know of greater notes on any other company there might be others out there i'm going to go through a couple others but i have not seen them yet cgc is your other alternative the wada giving you number one market value and i think the benefit So far in 2023, going with CGC is turnaround times. Lightning fast, great prices, and logistically, it's a really small, light, um, solid case. When I say solid, I mean there's no float. And I actually like float, but that's another podcast for another day. Cards, coins, comics all float. The new WADA cases float, and I think they're getting beat up uh, without understanding other hobbies. You want float. For drops and stuff like that Um, the blisters might need help but float is is actually important cgc cases do not float so if you don't want float you go with cgc vga is going to have a little bit of give there and esg is going to rattle around Um, a lot of the uh, custom made cases are going to have float so again cgc is going to give you uh, industry leading turnaround times light logistic solid no floating cases with um, quarter relief in the blisters as well as the fastest turnaround times now real quick if you have cards let's say you have Mario cards Zelda cards something like that you can go with PSA CGC CGC trading cards uh, CGC comics for flats and here's the rumor that I saw from Jason Broussard the other day on Facebook he said we are looking into a restoration service and that's kind of why I dropped this podcast because beta is talking restoration that's their competitive advantage but If CGC releases Restoration, that's a game changer because they're flat experts and book experts. So we're talking manual pressing. Hopefully we're talking staple replacing. Is that possible? Is that even possible? I don't know. There's a card guy I'm talking to, Kurt. He can remove creases, blemishes from cards. If he can do it on cards, I bet he can do it on manuals and um, boxes. I've removed stickers directly from cardboard, and it is possible to do um, what I would call Light serious restoration. C-I- CAS is the other alternative if you're looking for a catch all like VGA. Apparently, they do everything. D Rob just uh, texted me that uh, DM me that I'm, I'm I'm asking around who does FAMI? Who does FAMI CIB? He says, Well, CAS does everything. Here's what I know they do, and I think he's bringing one of these to the market. He sent in WADA slabbed video game software along with a console that was either opened once or raw, and then slabbed that entire thing, CIS. So CIS can slab slabs. That is a competitive advantage nobody can offer. You can put together kind of a little portfolio, um, maybe a console bundle type of thing, where you have a cart only that's slabbed with an outside grading company, and then you encase it all in CAS. So CAS, check them out. Let me know if they do FAMI um, CIB. That's really what I'm looking for right now. 19 minutes in. UKG is the other FAMI CIB alternative. I bought one of their slabs on PWCC, I believe, and it just came slabbed. I jumped on it. It was a Mario, I think. But I can't find a lot of people doing that over here in the States. Do you know of any FAMI CIB graders in the States? So I haven't actually sent in any FAMI CIB to any graders. I've just been buying them. Um, when I can on auction houses and eBay, if you guys and girls find, um, somebody or even a rumor that, uh, going to do FAMI or FAMI disc. I know VGA, uh, used to do FAMI disc sealed, but I heard a rumor that they've stopped that this year because of reseal happy stickers. So be careful out there. It looks like, um, the bad people are, uh, you know, watching our hobby and trying to do bad things. And um, that's why certification, authentication and grading is so important. It's the backbone of this hobby. And I'd like to emphasize that pat yourself on the back because all of us have spent a hundred million dollars preserving this stuff. And according to that most recent article that I think Kelsey of the Video Game History Foundation put out, nine of ten, video games are being lost to history they're they're just getting lost and as far as video game packaging i bet it's more like 99% so without our preservation efforts i don't think there would be anything left in terms of quality looking out 10 20 30 or seven generations as japanese companies do um you know you want to leave the world better than than you found it and we're just we're just caretakers of this stuff this stuff is going to get passed on to your kids your family museums foundations um i don't know where my stuff's going to go i'm probably going to try to sell everything in seven years when i turn 62 i might go to the uh, portland retro gaming expo and try to move it there and maybe i will donate a whole bunch of stuff to the video game foundation Um, especially if it's obscure and really rare stuff that uh is part of gaming history um, maybe some Japanese family for, for, all, for all that I can imagine. So I'm really bullish on the timelines and I'm always looking for a grader out there that's uh, doing, um, you know, the esoteric Japanese early stuff or anything early for that matter. If there are early European heavy titles that started in Europe, let me know if they're evergreen, that is. In other words, they'll survive digitization and the franchise will keep going on forever. I just heard Nintendo opened up a Pokemon and a Nintendo store, Super Stores in Tokyo, right across from each other, and they are cross-marketing merchandise in each store to the other side. So in the Pokemon store, you're going to see artwork and uh, retro designs that incorporate Mario 8-bit Retro stuff and then on the other side over in the Nintendo store, you're going to see uh, art that introduces Pokemon characters or whatever it may be. Check out Instagram, um, Don Diego Trading. I think she just did something on that. But uh, back to the grading game in uh, the video game hobby. Um, I'm looking at the link below. Below UKG, you've got uh, ESG. Then you've got IGS. And this company has had a lot of um, controversy. And I'm looking at their website. I clicked on products. It says, As of June 9th, 2023, quote-unquote, we no longer will be grading any video games besides PC small box while we are redesigning the cases. We no longer will label any collectible as a first print. Now, see, that's, That's a perfect example of how hard grading is. It's not grading that's hard. It's the certification process. What am I grading? What is the variant? Is it a first print? People are afraid to use the word first print, first production. Um, I think Heritage Auctions is the only one that actually uses that. People prefer early, you know, but is it early? Is it early if there's Japanese prints before it? It's actually late. So that's why as soon as you expand your scope globally and you get more data, you learn more new information, you jump down a rabbit hole, you may realize that early actually means mid or early could mean late. There's 23 SMB2 boxes. Which ones are early, mid, and late? You tell me. That doesn't have a, I guess that doesn't have a Japanese prior so we could use that as an example from here on out. We will no longer grade clamshells that have art covers. Sticker removal and cleaning will not be included. Okay, I don't know if they're talking about VHS. I'm not really sure. I have never done business with IGS. I've heard a lot of bad things about them, but I'm going to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. If you're trying to encapsulate and tackle the video game market, um, hit me up. I've got a trillion ideas to make it better and how to get through mistakes and how, you know, you should be transparent. And when you make a mistake, you should admit it, fix it as soon as possible, and throw as much money and resources at that mistake as quickly as possible to move on and get the hobby moving, you know, keep the hobby moving forward. We want to pursue kaizen, which is continuous improvement. It's not a great translation, but kaizen in Japanese is literally what is happening to the hobby over the last three years. It means that we... We use trial and error. We make mistakes. Play life like a video game. Play, play the business of grading like a video game. Make a mistake. Get better. Make a mistake. Get better. Make a mistake. Get better. And hopefully in three or ten years, we're going to have the deepest hobby on the planet with the most vibrant rabbit holes that anyone around the world can jump down regardless of race, creed, religion, language. It just doesn't matter. That's why I'm so bullish on video games. There are no barriers to entry. Um, Below IGS on my website, we've got a Canadian house that goes by Canadian Acrylic Display. So you could call them CAD or CAD like CIS. I think CAS is in Florida. I'm bringing up CanadianAcrylicDisplay.com and it's taking forever. It looks like the only Canadian company. So uh, on their website, they have a lot of um, figurines. They got a Final Fantasy, long-term protection. We have been in the field for 50 years, high-quality high quality acrylic. A lot of people think VGA is the only acrylic in the game. And what I find is most of the loud voices that criticize our hobby don't really... Um, come from other hobbies they come from video game collecting because people that have come from other hobbies like cards and and coins and comics have gone through controversies grading controversies grading mistakes um restoration whatever it may be and um you know i think acrylic is is not just bga right objects can deteriorate or become yellow in contact with air quote-unquote dust exposure to ultraviolet light Okay, beta grading, mentioned that. The two things, beta grading, they're building in UV for everything. And um, they're offering uh, restoration, I guess, or light, let's say heavy cleaning. To me, heavy cleaning is removing like a security device and uh, removing a price sticker from cardboard, which I've done. I don't consider removing, uh, you know, the Instagram video where they're removing dirt and, and whatever it may be. Uh, shelfware shelf where from plastic and making it shiny to me that's not heavy cleaning heavy cleaning is taking risk and and the risk is damaging the case that's heavy light cleaning to me there's no risk of damaging um the cardboard or whatever it may be it may be so uh cad acrylic protectors block uv um expert advice blah 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 Toys, model cars, video games, vinyl records, cassettes, VHS. Yeah, this company's flying under the radar. They have a lot going for them on their front page. I don't know much about the submission process, but they do have a memberships tab. I don't know if you're going to get discounts there. You need to be a member. Um, They have an online form. They have a PDF form. It looks similar to VGA, but uh, they build in the UV Pro Member 200 for a year. Yeah, it's very similar to VGA. Classic member, 100 per year, 10% off grading. Premium will get you 15% off acrylics. So let's take a look at Germany. Germany's uh, been all over the place. They came out really strong with an alternative that I can't find anymore called RGS grading. Do you know what happened to RGS grading? Did they become one of these other grading companies or did some of the teams move? The newest player in the game is One Upgrade. And um, they actually show a picture of their office, which is really interesting. I love transparency. Um, It's a really interesting little building here. You walk in and they have stuff on display. It's really, really bizarre to have an open retail type situation. To me, it kind of comes off as uh, small. But maybe it's a small, passionate team. It's all in um, German. I can't say as much about 1UP because um, it's all in German. I can't translate this, but uh, it looks like if you're able to translate German, you can go to 1UPGrade. One, one That's like the number 1UPGrade.de up grade.de, and um, tr- somehow translate that. Or you could go to GameGallery.net and click on Grade. The other one is Pixel Grading. And um, I've seen a few of these on Instagram. So it looks like they're getting a little bit of traction overseas in Germany. Um, the labels do look pretty good because they they do list a lot of certification data. And I think that's the challenge for the mid to low tier companies is they don't have a lot of experience with NTSC volume like the grading companies over here in America. So they're probably doing the majority of their grading with um, PAL stuff. And, you know, they're using slashes made in Japan, no rating, three-line warranty. It looks like Pixel Grading is putting some uh, certification data on the label. I think that's a good thing. Um, they do have a little bit here in English. Do not use acrylic housings for shipping. Let's look at their FAQs and see if we can pull anything in English. Nope. It's all in German. Oh, they is that English? No. No, no. Cleaning. So there are FAQs in cleaning. I don't know if they offer any cleaning. Does uh, Pixel offer cleaning or any restoration services? I don't know. We went over beta in Spain. We went over uh, Pixel grading real quick. Did we go? No, we didn't go over limited graders in Spain. I think these guys might have an Asian on the team, if I remember correctly. It looks like they have a website in Spanish, German, English, and Netherlands. Is Netherlands the country that brought nintendo to the west the lie that started nintendo is what you want to search for in youtube that is the most important story ever so pick or don't i get these confused limited has uh hmm has english recasing for former customers gallery a little rinky dink new design 99 percent uv resistant acrylic full inner interfla- okay Full inner frame floating effect, four millimeters thick throughout the case, residue-free sealing and tamper alert. So a lot of these companies seem to be doing really well in encapsulation. WADA has the best database as far as I'm concerned publicly in the the industry. They just need to step up the case, Um, most likely the blister. But a lot of these smaller grading companies can move fast and it looks like they focused on the case. Until we get to the bottom. Video game graders. Now video game graders, I don't even know if I should mention them. Um, I've only seen one game on eBay. But they do exist at videogamegraders.com. Let's look at their FAQs. Their competitive advantage is that they do do cib and if you're a cib collector or dealer like myself you don't have a lot of choices it seems like you have to cut down a dozen choices in a half and then it kind of depends on what country you're from because there's logistics going into the grading company coming back from the grading company i've heard nightmares i just got a shipment from italy and in the bottom he put a sheet that says customs do not open these plastic hard cases you will destroy the value if you have any questions contact me so obviously people have had trouble there and i just heard that somebody has opened uh was it Wada that opened up uh, a tokyo location i know they opened up a psa location but back the video game graders uh uv light absolutely um it looks like they're uv uh coated or i'm not really sure about acrylic if it naturally blocks uv or is UV resistant, but definitely if you're a retailer such as Josh at, um, SideQuest games or, um, trade in games, um, where Jason used to work, if you are using fluorescent or whatever it is, halogen lights, pounding your games, um, I would actually have them all behind something acrylic or something UV, um, Yeah, what does complete in box mean? I I heard it used to mean something different than today. It used to mean, uh, what was it? Oh, God. Instructions. Cart instructions box is what CIB used to mean as opposed to complete in box today because now we do disks. How does VGG compare to WADA? That's interesting. We have a lot of respect for WADA. We believe VGG has some improved process and unique grading system with more transparency. Um, Wow, that's pretty bold. So VGG has a bold website. They have a lot of information on their website and they do a five to 100 scale instead. So it looks like instead of the plus system on ceiling, they're using a zero to five star system, which I think Dan is using at Rewind for VHS tapes and cassette tapes coming soon i kind of do like the simple one two three four five star system i'm not really a fan of the half grades half stars stuff like that so we're at the bottom now and there's only one company left it's actually two companies it came out of wag in brazil i can't remember his uh, ebay user id but uh, we've all might have done business with them and uh, they started out as wag with beautiful wood cases Mixed with Acrylic, I think that company went under and then possibly the owner or the founder um, moved operations to the United States under Player One Grading and prior to this podcast when I had checked um, one of the OGs in the hobby told me that they were out of business so I removed them from the website but I found them again at p1grading.com. It looks like they're doing VHS now. I don't know what happened to gaming. Um, do you know if P1 is still grading video games? So, this is a perfect example of play life like a video game, even if you own a business. Try, try again, trial and error, make a mistake, fall down, get back up. Be transparent. When you do make that mistake, transparent, full disclosure, disclose the mistake. Tell people, show people, shoot a video of how you're solving the mistakes. Show us the backlog on the shipping docks so that we can have some compassion for how much you're dealing with, the volume, the issues, the customer service email backlogs. Show us that stuff. Show it to us. Show us a video. Show us a screenshot. Take a video camera out and walk around the operations. Show us how hard it is to do authentication grading, and certification when you're dealing with hundreds of pieces a day and only a few employees. Then we can have compassion, forgive you for making mistakes. You can make those mistakes right, make this hobby better, and all of us can become masters someday.